The Israeli military has presented a plan to government for the so-called evacuation of civilians from Rafah in southern Gaza. Nearly one and a half million Palestinians were forced to flee south to Rafah when Israel was bombarding towns and cities to the north over the past four months. Retaliation for the invasion by Hamas of southern Israel last October, in which Hamas killed 1,200 people and took hundreds more hostage, according to Israeli officials. Israel has killed more than 29,000 Palestinians in response, according to the Hamas-run health ministry. The Israeli Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, has vowed to press ahead with a ground invasion of Rafah, despite talks in Qatar aimed at securing a truce and the release of hostages. In an interview with CBS News, he said a full-scale attack on Rafah would achieve Israel's aim of destroying Hamas. We're going to do it. We're going to get the remaining Hamas terrorist battalions in, in Rafah, which is the last bastion, but we're going to do it, and in this I agree with the Americans, uh, we're going to do it while providing safe passage for the uh, civilian population so they can leave. We are working out a detailed plan to do so, and that's what we've done up to now. We're not, uh, uh, we're not cavalier about this. This is part of our war effort to get civilians out of harm's way. It's part of Hamas's effort to keep them in harm's way. But we've so far succeeded and we're going to succeed again. Those who say that under no circumstances should we enter Rafah are basically saying, lose the war. Well, Kim Sengupta is Defence and Diplomatic Editor with the UK Independent. He joins us now. Kim, thanks for taking our call. Any more detail on this so-called safe passage that Mr Netanyahu is talking about there, this evacuation plan for the one and a half million Palestinians who are in Rafah? Well, in this interview, uh, Audrey, he used the same phrases um, that he's used before, that uh, Israel is not cavalier, they want to protect the civilians, and they will offer them a place of safety. Uh, But the big problem, of course, is that most of the rest of Gaza uh, is now basically uh, rubble. There isn't really a a place one can think of where 1.5 million Palestinians, uh, a lot of them, of course, women and children, Uh, can go to. And and the other big problem is that whatever aid is now getting through to Gaza is centered around Rafah. And of course, we have heard uh, the the, the UN, uh, the the international um, community saying it's nothing like enough aid. The problem is that if the 1.5 million people uh, who are trapped in Rafah are moved, they will be further removed from uh, where that aid is. So there are all these huge issues uh, which should uh, come up if and when the Israelis go into Rafah. And all of the UN and other agencies say that the moving of one and a half million Palestinians simply cannot be done and that they will not cooperate with Israel because they regard it as a further forced displacement of people. Well, look, I mean, almost every... um, Every country, um, including the U.S., the, 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 the strongest uh, supporter of Israel, without his um, backing, uh, this war would not really continue, um, uh, has asked this Israeli government uh, not to do it. But the Israeli government's position is that um, uh, the complete destruction of Hamas, which was the stated aim of the Gaza offensive, cannot come. Um, take place uh, until they they uh, go into the very last pocket of um, uh, unoccupied Gaza. So that's the you know, two fundamental issues. And of course, the, the problem with uh, Mr. Netanyahu is that he has pledged 
to destroy Hamas in its entirety, and the Israelis haven't killed or captured the uh, two senior leaders, Sinwar and, and Diaf, and by their own estimation, you know, they have something like 30% of the Hamas fighters. So from, from the point of view of the Israeli government, if they are to fulfill their, uh, you know, their pledge of uh, uprooting Hamas completely, you know, they will go into Rafa. But that, of course, brings with it a very real possibility of even larger scale civilian casualties. Does Netanyahu have the full support of all his colleagues in government? There's less than two weeks to go now to the start of Ramadan and that Israeli-imposed deadline of a ground invasion starting. Is there any opposition to what he's planning? Well, internally, from what one hears, there's all kinds of ructions uh, within the, uh, the, the, war, the war cabinet. Um, but the, but the, the, the core of Mr Netanyahu's coalition are basically right-wing and hard right-wing parties. And in those hard right-wing parties, there are people who openly advocate throwing the Palestinians out of Gaza entirely, resettling Gaza with, um, with Israelis. And then also, of course, on the uh, other side, you know, um, uh, uh, cleansing, as uh, they put it, the West Bank of Palestine and resettling that with Israelis. So you have got, you know, this very hard right expansionist uh, a bit of um, Mr. Netanyahu's cabinet for, for on whom uh, he depends for his survival. What about the talks in Doha, Kim? Are they achieving anything? Well, the Americans say they are, the Egyptians say they are, um, and um, the Qataris say they are, and uh, to an extent the Israelis and Hamas both say that you know, some progress has been made. And I mean, the, the, the aim is for a, a long-term pause in the fighting, as it's put, and you're talking about, I think, the, the Hamas demand of, of six weeks at least, uh, at the same time, release of... Uh, some but not all of the hostages are taken by Hamas and release of a significant number of uh, Palestinian prisoners held by Israel. But it's in the devil in the details, really, the, the, the who is freed at what time uh, and how long the ceasefire lasts and if it leads to, as Hamas wants, a permanent ceasefire and the Israeli withdrawal from Gaza, you know, these are the issues which are, are uh, the main sticking points at the moment. Kim Sengupta, Defence and Diplomatic Editor with the UK Independent. Many thanks.